so once I got to 35 days, I said, well, that's pretty close to 100. Let's just see if I can go for 100. This one's radio episode 674 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick, before we get to today's episode of the show, just want to uh, let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Knucklelites. Once again, Knucklelites back on board. Uh, happy to have them because uh, it's definitely a product um, that that I use all the freaking time. You know, this, especially this time of year, being uh, kind of early in 2019, January, the days are still short. The nights are still pretty long here in the northern hemisphere, at least. And uh, you know, as such, that means that I do a lot of my running. You know. In the dark. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, uh, run before the sun. That's kind of what I do on a pretty uh, almost daily basis. And shoot, that's pretty much what I do year round anyway. Because in the summertime, got to got to beat the heat, right? But anyway, you know, the reason that uh, I, I love knuckle light so much and why it's so important to have a light when you're running in the dark isn't always so much so that you can see where you're going. You know, I mean, I run in a pretty um, in, in my neighborhood most of the time, and there's there's street lights and uh, things like that. So you know, I don't really need the knuckle lights to to see where I'm going, uh, but the the important thing and the reason that I carry them even even here in the neighborhood, even even uh, you know pretty much on every run, no matter how long or short it might be, is that when the cars are going by, when the, when the drivers are are you know leaving to go to work, my neighbors are leaving to go to work, uh, they're they're not always looking for runners. Um, they're not always paying attention to the fact that I'm out on the uh, you know on the on the road running. Um, Half the time, their heads are down in their in their phone. You know, you know how it is. You've seen you've seen those those drivers out there, and a quick flash of the the knuckle lights because those jokers are bright. A quick flash towards the car that's kind of coming towards you and not uh, giving you much space, even though there's no one else on the road, cars wise, uh, is usually enough to get the driver's attention, get them to uh, move over just a little bit, give me a little bit of space to help me be safe, uh, help. Bailey to be safe, help keep the dog safe. Of course, that's important too. Um, and, and that's why I'm such a big fan of knuckle lights. So, uh, if, if you're doing any running outside, um, even, even in the, the cold winter, the hot summer, whatever it is, if it's, if it's dark when you're running, uh, it, it really is a good safety idea to make sure you've got a light and, and who wants to carry a light? You know, who wants to carry a flashlight in their hand the whole time? Who wants to wear a headlamp all the time with the pressing on your head? Um, I don't. But having a, a light that can wrap around the outside of your hand that you can flick on with a with a press of your thumb, no big deal. Um, I'm I'm down for that, and that's exactly what knuckle lights do. So if you haven't checked out knuckle lights yet, definitely encourage you to do so. Head over to the website knucklelights.com. You can also find them on Amazon and, and all of the places. Uh, but if you get them from the website, let them know that you heard about it here on Diz, Radio, Diz Runs Radio. That way, you know I can get it, get a little bit of, of credit. Keeps the the sponsorship advertising dollars coming. Um, everybody wins in that situation. So uh, thanks for all you do to support the show. Thanks to Knuckle Lights for their continued support. Thank you guys for supporting the sponsors. Uh, that certainly helps as well. And now let's go ahead and uh, dive in to today's episode of the show. 
Hey guys, uh, one of the things that I uh, love most about our sport is the endless variety of options that running presents to all of us. You can run hard, you can run easy, you can run long distances, and you can go for just little shorties, and, and it all it all counts. It's all the same thing. And if uh, you really want, you can you know run day after day after day after day and continue to multiply that pattern out for years and years. And that is exactly uh, what today's guest has done. She has uh, uh, recently crossed over the five-year mark of a, of a consecutive day run streak, which uh, I didn't do the exact math out, but I did it at five years. That, that puts us well over 1,800 consecutive days. So uh, in my world, that's that's a little bit nuts, but uh, you know, to, to each their own. And again, that's the beauty of our sport. Uh, but I'm definitely excited to learn more about her experience with streaking and just streaking in general. Uh, and so to do that, we need to... Uh, formally invite or, or uh, officially invite, I guess, since the formal invitation has already been made, we need to officially introduce Ms. Katie Fuller to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Katie. Really appreciate it. And uh, five years plus, that's it's amazing. But we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and guys, if you want to check out uh, some of what Katie's got going on on the social medias, on the Twitter, it's at RunKJZ, the, num- the, the letters, letter K, letter J, letter Z. Run at run KJZ. Easy for me to say. Uh, and on Instagram, it's it's a little bit uh, easier to come out, but it's a it's a few more characters as well. At Katie Jane Fuller, all spelled out, all one one word together. K A T I E J A N E F U L L E R on Instagram. Uh, and as per usual, I have everything linked up in the show notes, links and and photos and uh, whatever else that makes sense. Obviously, the, the links to connect with Katie as well. Disruns.com slash six seven four is the uh, link that'll take you to the show notes for today's episode. So, Katie, the way we always uh, start off each episode of the show is with uh, the same very simple and straightforward question that's uh, simple and straightforward for me to for me to ask. Sometimes it's a, it's straight, easy and straightforward to answer. Sometimes it's a little bit uh, tricky as well. But it's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Hmm. Um, I would say, yeah, this is not a simple answer. Um, I think my favorite distance to race would be whatever distance I've trained for at that moment. Um, I think the easy answer would be a half marathon because it's, you know, it doesn't destroy your body and it's still long enough and hard enough that, you know, you feel like you've accomplished something. But I also, um, I don't know when I ran a, a marathon that I trained really hard for and I ran that, I was like, this is my favorite distance. (laughs) Um, uh, I don't know. Probably what I, I also really like a 5k. I, I don't know. This is probably my problem. <laughs> I love the sense of accomplishment when you run like a really hard, fast 5k where you're, you know, almost throwing up at the end. Like, yeah, I feel like I did something really great there. <laughs> so, um, but if, if I had to just give a straight answer, I would say half marathon. Okay. Okay. That, uh, that, that whole, that whole answer there as, as it usually does gives me, gives me plenty of, of, <laughs> you know, options for other questions and follow-ups and, and, uh, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, you're certainly not the first person who's been like, who's, who's literally said whatever race I, I've trained for, uh, because you know, it, it is, it is nice to, to have that, that goal and something to, to work towards. Like this is the, you know, goal race or whatever, however you want to look at it. And, um, you know, focus goes into it, preparation, all that good stuff. Um, and, and, you know, like I said at the beginning, the, the beauty of our sport is that we don't have to be pigeonholed into just half marathoners or just marathoners or just 5Kers. Like, we can run a variety of things. So if if, if, it all, if, if all of the races light you up, then uh, more power to you. Yeah, I love it. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, 
pre pre yeah, obviously we're going to talk a, a decent bit about the run streak because that, that that type of thing mm-hmm. just just blows my mind. I've I've talked to a few uh, streakers on the show and and I think most of the the, the most of them I think there's been one or two. But uh, in, in 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 each case, uh, I think that the person was right about where you are in, the, in that five to six year range. And uh, you know, before we we got going here today, uh, and some of the the back and forth that we had, you were like, yeah, you know, five years in the streaking community is no no big deal. Like that's like kind of like just 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 getting started as as a run streaker. Um, and so obviously we're gonna get into all that as we go. But bef- before you got to 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 the starting the streak and, and things like that, I'm just you know kind of curious. How, how did you get into running to begin with? Is that something that you've always done? Did you run you know track and cross country things like that in school, or uh, how did you how did you get into the sport to begin with? Sure. So I ran um, track all through, you know, junior high and high school. And then in college, I was on the rowing team Mm -hmm. one year. Um, I went to a small liberal arts school and it was a D1 school and they needed people um, on the rowing team for women on the varsity rowing team because of Title IX and all of that. So uh, I'm tall and lanky. And the, on the first day of school, the coach walked up to some freshmen and said, hey, you look like you could row. So I did that. And that involved a lot of running. And then after my um, after my freshman year, I decided, wow, I really don't like waking up at five o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning to, to go sit on a frozen lake, um, which is funny because now I wake up that early all the time to run. <laughs> but, um, so I, you know, just in wanting to stay in shape, I've just I've always run. It's what I've always gone back to. It's just a great way. I, I love, I love running. It's more than, you know, it's bonus that it, you know, it's such good exercise to me, but it's just something that I've always gone back to. So I've, you know, I've done it consistently for the past, oh, 25 years, I guess. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it, it is, uh, I don't know exactly where I want to go with this other than, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's easy. It's fun. Obviously that's, that's why all of us do it. Um, and, and yeah, I can imagine that, uh, especially in, in the college days, the idea of getting up at five o'clock in the morning to go sit on a lake, probably not, uh, you know, I mean, shoot in, in college, getting up for an eight o'clock class felt like it was, it was right. the, the, the next best thing to torture, you know? And it was, uh, I can't imagine getting up to go, uh, to go row at that time. Just not, uh, not a whole lot of good times for sure. But, but it's then, a great experience. Yeah, but, but and then yeah. like you, like like right now, like I mean, yeah, you know, getting up to, at four o'clock to go run on a Saturday is like, well, yeah, that's just what you do. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, there was a time in my life that I was more likely to see four o'clock, you know, because I stayed up as opposed to getting up exactly. at, that, at that time. But uh, not anymore. But not, neither neither here nor there. So you've always been been a runner, something that, you, that you've enjoyed to do and, and continue to do. Um, when did? Yeah, obviously five years ago or, or just over five years ago now is, is when the streak started. But was that something that you had been been kicking around for for a while? Was it something that that uh, that seed had been planted or, or or how did the how did the streak get going? Oh, because my friends talked me into things. <laughs> I mean, it's so easy. I mean, it's like I triple dog dare you. And I was like, sure. <laughs> so uh, I had a friend who followed runner's world on social media and saw that they were doing their holiday run streak, uh, you know, about this time five years ago. And she said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. What do you think? And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a try. Um, so, you know, it was 35 days and I, I thought I, I can do that. Um, so she and I did it together and then I talked a couple other people into doing it. And I think I was the only one that made it 35 days. And, um, I just kind of continued because uh, ultimately it's because I'm not very good at math. So once I got to 35 days, I said, well, that's, 
pretty close to 100. Let's just see if I can go for 100. And then once I got to 100, I was like, well, that's kind of close to a year. So let's see if I can do a year. And then once I got to a year, I thought, well, that's kind of close to 1,000. So it's just gone from there. And, and now I don't know where you stop with that um, with that type of math. Yeah, I mean, you're, at, this, at this rate, you're pretty close to 5,000. So you might as well just keep right. on going, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so going back to to uh, to that to getting started, um, what was had had you done any type of of streaky running before that? You know, is is or, or was it just a completely new experience for for you to to even consider running? You know, thirty five days in a row, which has blossomed into whatever number we're at at, the, at this point. Yeah. So no, it's completely new and um, nothing that I'd ever thought about before. I think she came in and told me, you know, to my office and told me about it two days before it was mm-hmm. supposed to start. And I thought, well, let's, let's just give it a go. <laughs> so I did a little internet research to see, you know, what the rules were. Um, and, uh, no, it was the first 10 days almost felt insurmountable mm-hmm. because the idea of running 10 days straight just seemed insane to me. Um, so you know, it just kind of took it little chunks at a time. But from the beginning, I was kind of like, whoa, this is, you know, 35 days is a big undertaking because I just never had done anything like that before. Right. You, you, you said that the first 10 days were, were pretty tough. And, and I can, I can, not that I can relate to, uh, to where you're at now, but I, I've tried the, the random streak here and there before. Um, mm-hmm. and, and definitely, um, you know, it's, it's for me, I, I think I can, I think I've made it a month. I think a month is the, the longest I've done. And it was probably a 30, 30 day month. Cause I, I am pretty good at math and, uh, you know, say <laughs> for February, if I'm going to do a month, uh, of something that I'm not looking forward to, it's probably going to be a, a 30 day month instead of a 31 day month. But, uh, um, when, when I did mine, it was definitely something that, you know, like, yeah, the, the, for me, you know, the, those first several, you know, first week or two were, were tough. Uh, just from the physical part, because my, my body's always been used to having a day off here and there and, and uh, having a little chance to recover. And then it got to the point where, where mentally it was tough and it just kind of became a chore. Like, oh, uh, I got to go out and get my mile in today because genius me decided I'm going to do this stupid goal for a month. And, you know, here we are. It's the 25th or whatever. I got to got to get my mile off. Um, you know, with with the fact that the, the 10 days were was, you know, it was a struggle for you. Uh, my, my, my impression of, of, of when you said that was that it was a was a physical struggle. Was was that the case? And if so, did it start to get easier or or did it did it stay? I mean, I, 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 I don't know. You, you, you highlighted the 10 days as being difficult. Did it get easier after that? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. It did. And it wasn't so much the physical part of it. It was the mental part of it, mm-hmm. the wrapping your head around the, you know, the idea that you were going to not have a rest day. Right. Um, and I mean, early on in my streak, it, I did the mile days, you know, um, the official rules say you have to run at least one continuous mile. So, um, I mean, there are definitely days in those 10 days where I would have just run one mile. So it wasn't, you know, physically that challenging. It was just the idea that, and it was also winter time, you know, so just the idea that I'd have to like put on all those clothes and get myself out the door to go do it. Cause at that point I didn't have a treadmill either. So, um, it was, I, I would say that was the, the struggle for those, those 10 days. But, but after that, it, it, did it, I'm assuming kind of got a little bit uh, more just kind of, this is, this is the new routine now. 
Yes, I think so. Um, after the 35 days, for sure, it just became like, well, this is just what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and now, I would say, maybe actually after the first 100 days, it became just a part of the routine and I didn't think about it as much. Um, there were definitely some times in those first 100 days where I thought, why am I doing this? Like, this is, you know, like, you don't get a medal, you don't get a badge, but um, now it's just one of those, I, I just don't, I literally don't even think about it. It's just something that I do every day. So um, it's definitely, you know, become more ingrained in me over the, the five years, obviously. <laughs> If if you could kind of go back in in time to those those days, maybe in the first thirty five, maybe in the first hundred days, where where you really were, you know, questioning why why am I doing this? Um, can can you can you think of an answer? Can you think of a, of a reason why um, why you didn't get to thirty five and 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 wrap it up, or why you didn't get to a hundred and go, hey, that's that's a nice even round number, you know, that sounds good. Maybe I'll take a day off and then I'll get back to it on 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 the next day. Like what? Any idea what kept you going at, at at that point when it was still a bit of a struggle and it wasn't quite part of just the this is what I do every day type of thing? So after the first 35 days, I thought, well, everybody's done this. So I, I, I want to do more. You know, there there's a decent amount of people doing the, the runner's world holiday streak. So I thought, no, I want to do more. I want to say I, I, I made it to 100. And then truly after I got to 100, I I mean, the answer and it's still the answer every time I hit a round number is, boy, that would just be really anticlimactic. You know, <laughs> like right. you, hit, you hit the hundredth day and then the next day you just don't run like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. So, right. so that's kind of why in each time it's, you know, like, wow, if I made it to 500, that sounded really cool. So it was just like, well, it's just, yeah. It, was, it still felt good too. Mm -hmm. So that helps. My body didn't hurt or anything. So there was really no good reason to stop. Right, right. Well, and now I feel like, I mean, from the outside looking in, now I feel like, you know, there's, there, there is really no finish line to, to aim for. You know, like when you're first getting started, it's, it's I'm going to do this 35 days because that's what the run streak thing, you know, that's what the runner's world thing is. Um, but, but kind of at some point, it just, like you said, I mean, it becomes part of the routine. Like you said, it, it just becomes what you do. But, but yeah, I mean, to, to take a day off, now for for you know if you didn't have a really pressing urgent need to like yeah it would kind of be like all right well like that would be anticlimactic i think right and there's just no good reason to not run right. every day right right <laughs> at this point in my life um so so outside of that that first you know whatever it was 35 days 100 days um have have there been times in the last couple of years where where it's it's been a struggle or is it i mean is it as much a part of your day is as you know grabbing a cup of coffee or or whatever i mean it's just like it it it's a non-negotiable at this point it's yeah it's non-negotiable i mean there are definitely days that are harder than others um and just you know with life sometimes you know i'm slogging it out on my treadmill at 11 p.m at night you know <laughs> right. just trying to get in a 5k or whatnot but um they're yeah, it's, it's just not even anything that I think about. Even the days where it's a struggle, it's not like, oh, am I going to run? It's just kind of like, when am I going to run? And how bad is it going to hurt? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, but amazingly, every time I, I actually go and do it, 
I always feel better. I mean, I've definitely had the flu and, you know, food poisoning and, and things like that. And um, while sometimes it's very hard to put on those running clothes and go, you know, go out and do it, um, I'm ne- when I'm done, I never say, gee, right. I wish I hadn't done that. So. Right. What, what is your minimum now? Is it still a mile or I know you just mentioned kind of like slogging through a 5k. Is it, is it 5k now? Like what's, what's your, what's your definition of, I have to do X to make it count for another day. So for the past two years, I mean, for years, let's see, four and five, I did at least two miles. Um, but since I hit the five year mark, I'm trying I haven't really verbalized this, so <laughs> now, now, <laughs> now, the now it's out goes. there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, since I hit the five-year mark, I'm trying to challenge myself this year to do at least a 5K every day. Gotcha, gotcha. Has, it, as you've bumped up, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that, that at least some days you're doing a fair bit more than mm-hmm. than whatever the, the bare minimum is, but then on, on those days that, you know, that I would take as a rest day, you're taking as a, as a, just a short, you know, a couple miles in the past now, maybe 5k. Um, have you noticed any issues with your, with your, your body, you know, as far as, as, you know, just, you know, call it like you see it, you're, you're adding more volume to, to the mix. Um, has that been something that, that you've struggled with at all? Feeling, feeling more tired or, or fatigued or whatever? Like, cause I know if I go like, you know, going back to my, my few feeble attempts at a streak, um, as, as much as, as, uh, you know, I enjoy running like my, my legs appreciate a day off. And, and I'm sure if I got to 10, 20, 30, 40 days, like I would kind of start to adapt and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But as, mm-hmm. as you continue to, to bump up those, those quote unquote off days or the, those days that you're just doing the, the minimum. Um, and with, with now, you know, just as, as we are recording a month plus past the five year mark of bumping that up a little bit more, have you noticed any extra fatigue or, or issues or, or, uh, problems with that along the way? I definitely notice um, the, the past month I've noticed, but it's kind of like you say, I think I'll eventually adapt to that a little bit, um, but it still is, you know, relatively new with doing the 5k. I notice it the most when I go for like a, an evening run and then wake up and do like a five o'clock run mm. where I do like five or six miles, you know, it, those in close proximity like that are kind of, there are definitely days where my legs are pretty tired. Um, but then I just, you know, time my run so I have more time in between. It just has to be, you know, one run in a 24-hour a right. day. Right. So I can, if, when my legs are tired, I'll, you know, run in the morning one day and then in the evening the next day to give myself a little more rest time. But um, I didn't notice such a difference going from one to two. But uh, the the at least three miles or 3.1, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, that that has been a little bit more noticeable. Um it might just be all the extra holiday cookies I've been eating. I was, was going to say this, this time of year isn't uh, exactly the the best time to uh, right. to, to judge uh, the, the yeah. full effect because yeah it is it's holiday time it's everything's a little bit crazier so you know that that could certainly be playing a part. Yeah. Um. Any uh, have you had any near misses? I, I feel like at, at five years there has to have been a, at least one or two cases where, um, you know, I I remember uh, one guy I was talking to who I, I, I believe the story was that, you know, he was traveling. It was like in an airport and it was like, oh shit, it's 1130 at night. Like, I, and so he's like running laps around, you know, like a, like the terminal area to make sure he got mm-hmm. his, his mile in. Um, have you had any situations like that where it was, it was maybe not quite down to the wire, but it was getting, getting late in the day and, and, uh, oh man, I gotta, I gotta make this happen at some point, you know, real soon. 
So I haven't had anything, you know, like the airport runs that I've, I've heard a lot about those. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been known to wake up at three in the morning to get in a run so I can avoid a situation like that. If I think, you know, if I'm traveling a lot and I think a flight might get delayed somewhere and it could get risky. Um, I, not really, no. And maybe that's part of my obsessive personality. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just how you you get yourself into these messes of run streaking. Um, I, I think it's always something that if I haven't run and it's getting later in the day, I'm just thinking about it probably too much. So I would never get to the point that it's, you know, 1145 and oh, shoot, I haven't run yet because I would have been thinking about it since like, you know, 6 p.m. So. Luckily, I haven't had any near misses. Right, right. So yeah, okay. So once it once it gets to kind of that that late afternoon evening point, like it becomes top of mind. So you get it in as soon as you you have the opportunity. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to shift gears on uh, still still kind of some some streak related uh, questions from your experience, but uh, shifting gears a little bit. But first, just want to take a second and uh, and pay a couple bills and and once again thank Knucklelights for their continued support. Uh, Knucklelights has been around sponsoring the show uh, for gosh, it hasn't been a a five year streak at this point, but it's been it's been around for we've been we've been in contact and and helping each other out uh, a little bit for gosh, I think three years, three and a half years now at this point. Um, And and you know the the reason I keep asking them to come back uh, is is that I I believe in in the product I, I believe in in uh, the value of having uh, having lights out there not so much for for me um, because most of the time I'm running in in quiet streets that have street lights and things like that so I can I can see well enough even when I'm running at five o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning whatever the case might be but uh, for me the reason I I still carry my knuckle lights with me on, on just about every run every uh, I mean I I'm, I'm I don't have a perfect knuckle lights running streak but uh, you know I I, I uh, for the most part came with me because it helps the cars to see me while I'm running. So, uh, you know, in, in the in the history of uh, human car collisions, uh, I believe cars are still undefeated, and uh, I don't want to go into that uh, situation if I can at all avoid it. So, uh, I keep my 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 lights in my hand. Sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off. But if a car is coming at me and it's it's still dark, you know, it's not that the driver's not paying attention. Although sometimes it's definitely that the driver's not paying attention. But uh, a lot of times they're just not necessarily looking for a runner, especially you know in the winter months. Uh, if it's if it's cold, although I guess it's not really the, the case down here in Florida. Although to the Floridians, anything south of you know 50, 55 degrees is cold. So when I'm out there running, it's forty degrees. They don't they don't think that people should be running at that time. So they're not paying attention for pedestrian traffic. But uh, a little blast of the knuckle light uh, gets them to pay attention real quick. So if if you're out there this winter and uh, you know getting your getting your miles in early, getting them in late, and you're out on the roads, uh, it I think it, it's uh, a safety issue to have some type of light with you to let the let the cars see you. And uh, like I've said before, and, and say again, having to not have to hold something in your hands, it's just it straps around the outside of your hands, around your knuckles, you know, clever marketing there, knuckle lights. Um, and it's just, you know, you can still hold the dog leash, you can still hold the water bottle, uh, you still have use of your hands, but if you need that light, it's right there. One click with your thumb, boom, pretty, pretty bright light gets the driver's attention. And also, you know, if you get to a little spot where there's a couple of burnt out lights or something like that, a little, a little section of road that you need some extra, extra light on to make sure you don't step in a pothole, twist your ankle, things like that. Uh, knuckle lights are my go-to. And uh, certainly I would encourage you to check them out, especially if you've tried the headlamps and they, you're not, they're not comfortable for you, um, which has always been my experience. Uh, knuckle lights work great. So head over to knucklelights.com. Uh, you can also get them on Amazon, things like that. Um, and make sure you let them know that you heard about, uh, heard about the product here on Diz Runs Radio. 
because uh, that obviously keeps them happy. It lets them know that their sponsor and advertising uh, money is going to good use. Um, and I've heard from a lot of you guys that have gotten knuckle lights over the years, and I don't think anybody's ever told me anything bad about them. So uh, if you're if you're on the fence, you got a little extra Christmas money, you got a gift card from from Amazon, something like that, uh, or or it's just some some cash burning a hole in your pocket. Um, this isn't just one of those nice things to have. Uh, like I said, it's, it's a, it, it can definitely be a safety issue. You know, their tagline is see and be seen, uh, which is, which is what it's all about. So get yourself a pair of knuckle lights, um, and you will definitely not regret it. So, uh, Katie, getting, getting back to some of these, these streak related questions and, and kind of tying some, some other avenues in, um, you know, back to the, to the original question, talking about the different races and, and, you know, really training hard for, for a marathon and getting ready to go. Um, you know, one of, one of my things that I'm, I'm fairly passionate about, um, and if you ask my, the, you know, the athletes that I coach, they'll, they'll, they'll hopefully tell you, I've, I've hopefully beaten it through their, their heads enough that, uh, you know, after a race, especially a good, hard push yourself, you know, long distance, you know, half marathon, marathon type of distance. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of taking, taking some days off, giving your body a little bit of a break, uh, because you've just been working hard for the last 12 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever it is. You just went out and laid it all on the line on race day. Like you need my, my stance, you need a little bit of a, of a break, but obviously if you're, if you're streaking, um, you know, your break then turns into two miles or, or 5k at this point. Um, but just curious when you come out of some of those race cycles that you've done for the, for the longer, you know, especially the marathon distance races or, or even, even the halves, even the five Ks, you come out of those races, you're a little bit sore, things like that. Um, you know, the longer races, maybe you're really sore. Um, how difficult is it to get out the door and get going the next day for, for you in, in that type of situation? The day after it's not that difficult because I know that my body just needs like a shakeout run. Um, so it's, it's not, um, it's not too hard to, like I said, I've never gone for a run and said, gee, I really regret right. that, you know? So uh, even the day after a marathon, just going out and doing two and a half miles or whatnot, I, like it, my body always feels better after doing that. Um, the part that gets harder is, um, you know, a couple days later when I'm, I've gone from having a plan, you know, for the last 16 weeks of every run planned out, um, to not really having any plan and just mm -hmm. kind of running aimlessly. Um, I think that, um, those, those can be a little bit harder cause they don't, I don't have focus or direction. Um, and that's hard to adapt to at first. Um, I embrace it pretty quickly though, right. <laughs> being like, Oh, well today I, I only, you know, I don't have to do 10 miles today. Mm -hmm. I can, I don't feel like running that far. So I'm just going to do four miles, you know, or something like that. Um, so, so that's, I would say that's where the run streak helps with, um, kind of when I, when I go to after a training cycle, um, where sometimes before I would, I would really follow your advice and I would probably rest a little too long <laughs> and like take a month off and, you know, just run little bits here and there. Um, I, I probably did that after, you know, the first two marathons that I ran. Um, and now that's just not an option. Right. So, um, the, the running every day, you know, it forces me to kind of at least keep, keep in shape or, you mm. know, I, th I think it's really easy to um, to to give yourself grace as you should after a big race. Um, I just probably 
took that a little too far before. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, and I've, I've been guilty of that too, where, uh, you know, the, the first, my, my first marathon, I was woefully ill-prepared for, um, and then, you know, took basically kind of got down that slippery slope of like, well, I definitely, you know, I'm, I'm hurting too much. I'm way too sore to run right now. So let me give it a week. And then a week turns into two weeks and then that turns into two months. And then pretty soon it's mm -hmm. like, you know, you, you start to, to train for the next, the next race. Um, and it's like, gosh, like how come I can't hardly run two miles right now? Like what, what right. the hell happened? Um, and yeah, so you, you take it a little bit too far. Um, how, how have you been able to avoid some of those, you know, those, those common run injuries or, or have you, have you not been able to avoid them as much and, and just run through them? Um, thinking that, you know, a lot of the, the common running injuries, your, your plantar fasciitis, your shin splints, IT band stuff, things like that have a, a pretty strong correlation to overuse and, 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 you know, um, doing, you know, maybe it's doing too much too quick or doing too much without days off, things like that for, for, you know, not for you specifically, obviously, but just kind of, that's, that's a lot of the times that the general, um, onset of, of some of those type of, of issues. And obviously at, at five years going strong, your body's adapted. It can, it can handle that type of thing at, at this point of, of continuing to run day after day. Um, but I still have to imagine that you're doing some, some type of preventative routine or, or, uh, foam roll. Like, like what is your kind of maintenance routine to make sure that you're able, your body's able to continue to, to do this for as long as you continue to, uh, to want to, to run every single day. Mm. Um, I don't have an answer because I don't, I don't do it. I'm terrible. I have a, one friend who wakes up, you know, 20 minutes before she needs to, so she can do her dynamic stretching routine. And, um, I, I, this is terrible. I don't do anything like that. I really should though. I really should do that. So I don't know what my answer is. A lot of prayer. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, goodness. Um, Thank you for making me realize that that's oh. probably something that's lacking from my life. You know, um, but it's it's it, it it's not how you would draw it up. It's not how you would encourage somebody to go down this route. Um, but obviously, it's it's working for you. You know, and, and, and um, you know the the uh, the the athletic trainer, the sports medicine guy in me is 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 wanting to scream like yes, like at least start doing something now. Start start trying to right. get ahead of that that curve a little bit. Um, but at the same time, if, if, if something hasn't cropped up in five years, not that, not that you're, uh, you know, officially immune for forever, but mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I, I, even if you're not actively doing a whole lot, obviously something that you're doing is, is working right. So whether it's, it's getting enough sleep or what you, what you eat or, 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 you know, running, do, do you tend to do, maybe, maybe this is, is as helpful as anything else. And it's somewhere an area where a lot of runners do uh, struggle and I've started to really, in the last year, year and a half, come to grips with the idea. Do, do you tend to do most of your runs pretty, pretty easy as far as pace and intensity goes? Do, do you keep things pretty, pretty low key most of the time? Yes, typically. If I'm not, in, you know, following a training plan that doesn't have speed workout, or you know, right. I, I tend to just go for some, you know, easier runs. I like to keep it between eight and a nine minute mile, but I'll run with friends and you know, creep up to you know. 930 or, mm -hmm. or whatnot. And that's, that's pretty comfortable and, and easy for me where, you know, my body's not working too hard. Um, now I, I, de I've definitely had, you know, some injury type things. I did have plantar fasciitis for almost a year, I would mm -hmm. say. Um, so going back to your previous question, it, it's not that I have a 
you know, stretching or maintenance routine or anything like that. It's um, just the couple times that I have had little things, nothing major. Mm-hmm. The, the plantar fasciitis was probably the worst, but I was very fortunate where I had the kind where um, it felt better to run. Right. Like once I started running, it it felt significantly better. But um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, the last um, marathon that I trained for, it was pretty intense training schedule, at least for me. Um, so that there were some times where, you know, my body was pretty achy, um, after some of those runs, but, uh, you know, like right now it's so nice. I haven't done a run over seven miles in probably two months and mm-hmm. I keep all of them to, like I said, you know, pretty, I did do fart licks last week and I was, it was like a, a mix between, I'm going to die. And um, (laughs) this is amazing. Right. Right. (laughs) um, Those alternating feelings. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, at at the end of the day, it, it, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, I might preach the the whole take some time off and rest and listen to your body thing a lot. But I think that the thing I preach the most um, is that, you know, there is no one size fits all and everybody's got to do what, what works for, for them in terms of, races in terms of training philosophies in terms of of you know exercises and cross training and all those types of things and you know like i said if if it, if it ain't broke don't fix it so um you know i i didn't mean to to necessarily catch you off guard and and anything like oh, that no. with with uh you know maintenance and and uh staying healthy question but uh you know glad glad that uh glad that you haven't had too many injuries crop up which i mean i, I think that obviously you know if you're going five years straight you know most things haven't been too too major, and, and you've been able to to handle them as they go, and hopefully that uh, that continues. I hope so, but you've you've really got me thinking, and I need to hear those types of things to, <laughs> to encourage me to you know to to be better. You can always be better. That's right. the nice thing about running. <laughs> right, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I I don't know if you've ever thought about this at all, uh, Katie, but um. You know, we, we've touched a little bit earlier about, you know, if, if you were to stop now, it'd be kind of anticlimactic, like, like you know, just just whatever. But, I mean, is it like, have you have you thought, have you had any thoughts about what it would take for you to, to not run one day? I mean, would, would it have to be, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll just leave that open-ended and, and the answer very well could be no and we, we can just move on at that point. But have you had any thoughts of, of how long this, this is? whole streaking thing I'll keep going yeah I mean I really hope that it, it's something that I can keep going as long as my body is willing and my spirit is wanting um so I, I've thought of I would not like if my streak ended on terms that were not my own so you know some sort of injury or but you know I'm also realistic like you know if I have to have open heart surgery, I'm, I'm clearly not going to, you know, run the next day. So, um, I'm trying to be realistic. There's a streaking group on Facebook and you can, some people do some crazy things and it's admirable and scary at the same time. (laughs) But, uh, I, I don't know if I would be quite like that. Um, you know, you reach a point where, you, like you've said before, you just have to listen to your body, and um, it's not worth risking for me um, not being able to run for the rest of my life to be able to run, you know, a mile for the next 
45 days, you know? So right. if, if it's something like that, I, I'd rather take the, you know, the remainder of my life running than, you know, extending my streak by a couple more months. So, um, but that's about the extent that I've thought about it, gotcha. I guess. Gotcha. Um, and, and, and I think that's, that's, to me, that's, that's a pretty good perspective knowing that, that it's at some point it's probably going to end. Um, but you know, as long as you're enjoying it, as long as you're having fun, as long as the body's cooperating, I mean, there's no, no reason to stop if you don't have to. So, so, you know, keep on keeping on, I guess is, is what it really all boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. I have some people that, um, are like, Oh, I don't know how you do that. Or I, I think I want to try it, but my problem is that I hate running and I'm just going to look at them and I'm like, well then it probably is not for you. Right. Maybe you should try a yoga streak or, uh, you know, whatever, something, something that, uh, that you enjoy and, and can do right. day after day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, have you have you um, have you noticed or, or have you made a conscious choice to race less or race more? I guess it would also be a possibility as part of the streak, or or has has um, you know from 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 pre-streak days to to now, is is your racing calendar fairly consistent to what it would have been like five years ago? Well, I took a a bit of a hiatus from doing marathons around the time that my second child was born or like, I guess leading up to when he was born. Um, so I started my streak about six months after he was born. And for the first couple years, I was really hesitant to want to do any longer, Mm -hmm. like more than half marathon distance. So I was afraid, you know, training for a marathon would just take such a toll on my body that I would need rest days. And then um, I kind of fell back into marathoning. Um, And really, I've only done three since then. But um, I had, gosh, peer pressure again. I had a friend (laughs) talk me into signing up for the Chicago lottery. So I entered that and darn it if I didn't get selected. So I... (laughs) So then I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to do Chicago. And then I started upping my mileage with friends and um, ended up doing a spring race that year as well. And I realized that, you know, my body could handle the, you know, the marathon training distances and still be able, still being able to run every day. So um, I did, oh, I guess three marathons. I didn't do one this fall. I took the fall off, but uh, um that's I'm kind of adding that back in, but again, listening to my body when I just knew I needed to fall off. Mm-hmm. I trained pretty hard for my spring marathon, so I knew I needed a little bit of break mentally and physically for you know through the summer and into the fall. Um, but uh, it yeah, it's kind of just pushing yourself to see what feels okay still, and um, luckily running the marathon distances is still, it still felt okay. So I think I'll probably, Oh, I'll probably get talked into doing at least <laughs> one next year. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't share this with any of your friends. Cause they're just going to, you know, they, they, we've well established and, and you're clearly not the only one. I'm, I'm very guilty of this too, where peer pressure, you know, gets, gets the best of you pretty easily. So, so yeah, with, with uh, friends like that, who needs enemies when all, all they're trying to do is talking into starting streaks and then they drop out and you just keep going or, or, you know, sign right. up for a marathon, like, Oh, I'm probably not going to get into this lottery. And then there you get into the lottery. So, uh, right. but, but, you know, lost in all that, I don't want it to be lost in all that is, is, that, uh, you know, it's a good idea for all of us, whether you're a streaker, whether you're, uh, you know, th- three times a week, five times a week, whatever, however often you run, um, 
it's okay to take a season off once in a while. It's okay to take a season where instead of doing that marathon that you do every fall or that half marathon that you do every fall, you either don't run a race at all, or you run something shorter and just give yourself a little bit of a break. Like, like those races aren't going anywhere. Um, you know, you'll have an opportunity to, to, to run those races again if you want to down the road. But, uh, I think sometimes I've, I've known people that get into a situation where, oh, you know, it's a fall. I have to do a fall marathon. I'm like, no, no, you don't. So, right. um, I, you know, whether, again, whether you're streaking or not, that's, that's an important thing to, uh, I just wanted to, to re-highlight that. Cause I thought it was wonderful that you, that you had that amount of, you know, just wisdom and, and understanding that, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have to do X to continue to, to, you know, continue your streak or whatever. Like it's, it's an important thing to, to remember for everybody. Right. Yeah, there's definitely some of that, you know, fear of missing out when all of my friends are doing their, you know, 15 plus mile runs and they're all hanging out together on their runs. And um, then I thought, gosh, it's like, I don't know, 95 degrees and 150 <laughs> percent humidity. And I don't have to right. do that. Right. So I'll meet them for five miles and then I'll just go shower and move on with my life. <laughs> so exactly. That kind of that was you know, um, I got over that pretty quickly so, yeah. in the summertime. <laughs> makes makes that pill just a little bit easier to swallow. That's sure. for sure. Yeah. Um, if if somebody is listening to this and has been kind of toying around the idea of a of a run streak, um, and and they were to reach out to you or I'll reach out for them right now, what would be your advice to somebody who is is thinking about, you know starting at whether it's a, a 30 day, 35 day, hundred, whatever it is. I, I'm thinking about starting a run streak. What would, what would be your advice to them, Katie? I guess just start, just start and see what it, you know, see what it feels like. And the, the rule for the streaking association is like I said, it has to be at least one continuous mile. And people would say to me like, Oh, Katie, you're so busy. I don't know how you have time to fit that in. And the thing that I would say to them is, you know, running a mile takes me less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And if I can't find 10 minutes in my day to do something that I love, then I'm doing something wrong. So um, when you really look at the amount of time and in the whole day that it takes, it's, um, it's really not that much. And so it's easy to make excuses, but when you look at it as like, I mean, shoot, this is less than 10 minutes, you know, and you look at it for what it really is. Um, it, it makes it a, a lot less daunting. Mm -hmm. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, as, as we're, I just, I just, uh, you know, wanted to, to bring that out there in case somebody is, is thinking about it. And that's, that is just like anything, just get started. That's, that's half the battle right there. So as we're, uh, we're wrapping up here, Katie, the way I like to, uh, to end these shows is kind of with a, you know, a fairly, you know, not the same, obviously, but similar type of question as the introductory question. I kind of call them philosophical questions sometimes, but it's just, just one open-ended, um, question that you can answer in, you know, a couple of sentences. You can answer it in 10 or 15 minutes. Most people tend to end up somewhere in, in the middle. Um, uh, but it's, it's all up to you on, on how you want to, uh, to answer this. But I'd just be curious over, over the course of the streak, over the course of the, the five years and whatever we're at now, um, a month and a couple of days, I think, as we're recording this, um, what, what have you learned about yourself, whether it's as a runner, whether it's just your, yourself as just a human being? Um, but I have to imagine that, that five days of, or five years of, of running daily um, has, has taught you a few things about yourself along the way. And just be, be curious if you could share one or one or two or, or however many. But uh, if there's anything that, that comes to mind that we can use and, and kind of use that as the, the way to wrap up today's conversation. Oh, 
<laughs> maybe I've learned how lucky I am, you know, um, maybe that's a cheesy answer, <laughs> but every day that I get to run and that I'm able to run to me is a blessing. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. And when I look back over the five years of all of the really cool places that I've got to run, but even more so like the really cool and kind and caring people that I've got to run with. Um, that's everyone from family, um, my daughter, um, you know, to, to friends, to strangers. Um, it's just been such a great experience for me. I mean, it's enriched my life so much. So it's not so much what I've learned about me personally, mm -hmm. but rather what I've learned about the world around me and those people that are in it and just how very, very fortunate I am um, to have those people and places in my life. And again, just for the ability to be able to do it day in and day out. I'm, I'm very thankful for that. That's mm. uh, a, a great way to wrap things up. So I'm going to not, not muddy that up <laughs> at all. That's, that's beautiful. And we'll just let it, let it set right there. So once again, guys, if you want to connect with Katie, if you have run streak questions that you want to ask uh, on the Twitter at run K J Z, uh, the letters you know, run R U N K J Z on Twitter and on, on, on Instagram at run or at, not at run. Come on, Diz, get, get it together here. I'm still thinking about that, that how, just how lucky and thankful we should all be. It's got kind of got my, my mind spin a little bit, but on Instagram at Katie Jane Fuller, uh, dizruns.com slash six, seven, four is the link to the show notes. We'll have all of that, uh, contact information linked up there as, as well as, uh, Ellen will be doing the show notes as she always does. So you can read the, read the, uh, the, the shortened version, the abridged version of the chat there as well. So, uh, Katie, thanks for, uh, for taking the time today. Uh, certainly appreciate it. And I know you could have, you could have knocked off, uh, you know, a couple of five K's to, to get your street going or keep your street going during this time. But, uh, instead we got to, to talk a little bit about it. So thanks for, for taking the time. Thanks for the willingness to do that. And certainly, uh, wish you nothing but, uh, the best continued good health and continued, uh, continued streaking. Keep that, keep that number going. Can't wait to, uh, you know, circle back in uh, three or four years and, and talk about, you know, whatever at that point, an eight year streak, a nine year streak. Uh, but, uh, as long as it's still fun, keep it going and uh, nothing but the best going forward. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today between Katie and myself. And uh, as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was your takeaway from our conversation today? For me, um, it was kind of something that uh, was was buried a little bit. Uh, didn't didn't uh, hit me it hit me a little bit the first time through, but then going back through getting things ready. Uh, it really stood out to me more, and that was uh, when when I was asking Katie about you know what's what's the possibility for an end you know what, have you thought about an end game, and and how, you know how she said you know she's had some some thoughts and and I mean I guess who wouldn't right uh, of how you know things might might end at one point and and how she didn't want to be willing to sacrifice running for the rest of her life um, to try to keep the streak going for a couple of of weeks or months you know if there was a serious injury or something like that and. My takeaway then is that that little bit of dose of perspective, that little bit of dose that uh, I think I'm guilty of, maybe you are as well, of always thinking, or at least typically thinking, a bit more about the short term than the long term. And this certainly relates to my running. Um, this 
probably relates to other areas of my life as well, to, to work, to business, to podcasting, to family, um, you know, kind of sometimes kicking the can down the road a little bit, uh, you know, holding out uh, or, 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 you know, not holding out for something greater when there's the opportunity to get something now or to, to make short-term progress at the possible, ex- you know, uh, expense of, of really long-term and possibly more substantial gains. And, you know, I, I, I think that that's something that we, we struggle with as, as runners. Uh, I've seen it again in myself. I've seen it in the athletes I work with where, you know, oh, I've, I've got this race coming up, so I have to push through this, this issue, uh, so I can get ready for this race. And, and hopefully that works. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but oftentimes it ends up, you know, what, what could have been maybe a week off or 10 days off of, and doing some cross training turns into a couple of months. Uh, and now you lose a lot more fitness. Now you lose a lot of that momentum. Um, you know, is it, is it really worth it? And obviously zooming out to, to Katie's perspective of trying to keep this streak going, which is, which is impressive and, and, and something that, um, I don't know that I could do and maybe, and maybe I'm setting myself up for failure by, by thinking that way. But I mean, running for, for five years consecutively, you know, that's, that's awesome. And not wanting to streak the streak to end, you know, not on her terms. Of course that, that makes sense as well. Um, but I, I, I just, I just really appreciate her perspective that, you know what, there are, she wants to keep going, obviously, but there are things that are more important in running as well and in other areas of her life than the streak. So, you know, if, heaven forbid, if push comes to shove where she's in that situation where she's got to make that decision of do I try to keep pushing through and potentially do much more long-term risk, long-term damage, uh, potentially not be able to run again long-term, uh, sounds like she's kind of made that decision that in that situation, it's it's worth giving up the streak. And I don't know. I, I just think maybe maybe that perspective is uh, something that, that we could be reminded of, should be reminded of, that maybe that I need to be reminded of, to not give up uh, the long-term for the short-term all the time. Um, so that was my takeaway. I don't know if that resonated with you at all or not. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. What was your takeaway? Uh, at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram, uh, DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today, DizRuns.com slash 674. Leave your thoughts and feedbacks and takeaways there. And while you're there, you can connect with uh, with Katie as well. Uh, social media links, all that good stuff right there. DizRuns.com slash 674. So with that, we'll go ahead and uh, put a bow on this one for today. Once again, thanks to Knucklelites for their continued support over the, the years, I think it's been now that Knucklelites has been uh, on board kind of here and there. Uh, I appreciate them. I appreciate you guys. I, I know I've heard it from a lot of you over the years that have grabbed a pair of Knucklelites. Haven't heard anything bad yet about uh, the experience. So I, I, I think that's a pretty good sign. If you haven't gotten your set yet, Knucklelites.com is the website. And uh, let them know. Let them know that uh, you got them based on hearing about me talking about them incessantly over the years. Um, but uh, I've got mine. They're all charged up, ready to go uh, with the next run. And uh, I'm sure that once you get your hands on them, or once you get them and not have to have your hands on them because they strap around your, your knuckles and you still have your hands free, uh, you'll you'll see why I use my knuckle lights just about every single run. So with that, we'll go ahead and put a bow on this one officially now, wrap it up, tie it up, put it under the tree, although I guess the trees have been taken down since we're in January now. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. 
Uh, and until next time, please do well. Take good care. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Take care, guys.